Welcome to Women's Leadership Today, presented by Progressive Women's Leadership. We're your hosts, I'm Michelle. And I'm Nicolette. We're bringing you the latest in leadership development and expertise. Every month at Progressive Women's Leadership, we have a theme. And the theme for August is initiative. <laughs> yeah, when I think about initiative, Nicolette, and you and I were talking about this before when we were getting ready for today's show, I say this is what when I think of initiative, I really think of it as the drive that pushes us to get something started. And that's not always easy. How about you? What do you think of? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I, I think of the same exact thing. I think of that, that initial jump start um, when, you, when you're trying to get something going, uh, you know, at the first time. And we had talked about grit last month. That was our theme last month. And that was like, once you've already gotten started, the, the kind of the drive, the passion, all of that stuff. But you know, that doesn't even matter if, if you can't, you know, have a jumping off point in the first place. And that's the exact same thing I think about initiative too, that, that getting started. Um, if you look up the definition of initiative, it's the ability to assess and initiate things independently. And I think there's a couple of really important parts there to that definition, um, especially the assess, you know? Mm -hmm. You might not think of that right away, like the actual thinking about it. I, I'm a very self-starter e person. <laughs> I find it very easy to get things going. Right, as soon as I find something that I I might even like a little bit, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's get started. Um, and the part I'm really missing there can be the assess sometimes. I don't know if you feel the same way or if you're a good assessor. Yeah, I think I am. I mean, I do take a, kind of a a big picture look of things before I jump in and then I sort of work backwards like okay this is the end goal this is the big picture of what we want to accomplish and then kind of mentally assess you know how how am I going to get there but once I sort of have an idea I don't have to have the whole thing formulated out and all the details but once I have it, I absolutely jump in and it's interesting uh, you gave us two definitions for initiative the second one was when we did the power or opportunity to act or take charge before others do and when I think of initiative, that's the part that that really uh, speaks to me. That's what I think of when I think of initiative. And like you referred to um, in last month's episode, we talked about grid, and we talked about how grit is, you know, really digging in, especially when things get tough, and seeing it through, sticking it out to the end. But how do you get things started? You know, what is that drive? Right that you say, okay, I see a need or I've been given this project. How do I get started? How do I jump in with both feet? And I think a lot of times the hardest part of any project, whether it's in our professional life, our personal life, is getting started. How often do we or people we know you talk about things for years like, oh, if I wanna do this, I've been meaning to do this, I've always wanted to, I've always dreamed, or if only, you know, but at some point you gotta just you gotta just get started. You gotta set that intention and just go for it. <laughs> How about you? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I totally agree with you. Like having a high initiative is really good, especially to be a leader, right? Because 
you wanna you wanna be able to lead your team. You wanna be able to jump from project to project um, efficiently, and I think that that's that's especially important at work. Um, that being able to do things independently. I and I don't think that means too that you you don't work with a team, right? I think that just means like you take the independent initiative to to get it going, to get that engine rolling. And and once that engine's going, then I think that gives your team the kind of, you know, I think that sets them sets them up good for for what we were talking about last month for that grit. Um but a lot of people need that that jumping off point. So I think it's really important to have that high initiative as a leader so that you can kind of take the initiative independently for your team, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And how can you lead if you're not willing to take that first step yourself? And like I said, right. and it can be charge. Um, I mean, it can be a challenge um, because there's risk with that. You know, when we take on something new, we take on a new project, Oh, it's uncomfortable. It's, it's a risk. It's, it's a challenge, but you got to start somewhere. And oftentimes it's just a matter of breaking it down into bite-sized pieces. I mean, you've, you've heard that joke, right? How do you eat an elephant? You've heard that, right? Or no. (laughs) What's the punchline here? So how do you eat an elephant? One bite. I don't know, Michelle, how? (laughs) One bite at a time. I know it's it's silly, but it's a cliche that you'll hear around a lot. I love that. What a good what a good joke for initiative. (laughs) But but that's so true. So sometimes when we're because I talked about earlier how I you know we'll look at the big picture and then kind of work backwards like how do we get there? But not everyone does that. Everyone's just like okay, this is the end goal. This is the end result that we have to get to, and it can feel overwhelming for sure. But if you step back and break it down, like, okay, what's the first thing that we need to do? You drop that down. What's the next step? And just step by step, you know, you, you take it and you, you, you know, you can get there. But initiative is definitely an important component of leadership, you know, no matter where you are within an organization. And it is, it's taking that first bite, right? <laughs> One bite at a time. And after after you take that first bite, a lot of times the, the project does become, it, it feels easier. And it can be really hard to take that initial leap. Like you said, there's a lot of risk in that. Um, it takes a lot of courage. It really, really does to, to be a self-starter, to have a, a high initiative. Um, and I know for, for me, I, I consider myself to have pretty high initiative. I'm not always the best at following through, um, but I am a, <laughs> a really good self-starter. Yeah, that's, that's, a, different, that's a different theme. So um, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and uh, ride on my laurels for this one. I have very good initiative. Um, and I've always been really good at positions that are considered self-starter positions. I know that you've, our listeners have probably seen that term if they've been applying for jobs or um, I, I know that I was seeing it a lot and I always get really excited when I see that term, the self-starter position, because I know it's something I'm going to be really good at. I love giving, having a general task and then somebody saying, all right, we're not really going to monitor you. We're just going to let you run with it, which I think is a, is, is a really good point too, because sometimes it can be hard, especially at work, to have initiative if you're being micromanaged. Mm-hmm. 
right? Because I think that because of, I'm, I've been so lucky in the jobs that I've had um, where I, I wasn't micromanaged, where I wasn't loomed over all of the time. And I had to kind of come up with different things to keep myself busy, um, different ways to keep the job going. Um, I had one job, for instance, where I was basically building a marketing plan from the ground up. So they didn't have anything in place. They were like, we're going to start throwing these events and we don't have any way to really advertise them to, to the audience. And we need someone to come in and kind of put a plan together um, to, for each individual event and get it going. And they were like, but we don't really have any ideas. We were hoping that, you know, <laughs> you were the marketing student, so we're hoping that you have the ideas. And something, a job like that was so fun for me. Um, having that groundwork, or, or that lack of groundwork, rather, um, really gave me the opportunity to not only be creative, but to have that initiative to get things going. Because it gave me something to be a little bit excited about. And sometimes when you have too much groundwork or, or too much input, maybe, um, I know that it can be really stifling to that um, initiative. Have you ever experienced that, Michelle? Well, I think as, you know, as a leader, when you're in a leadership role, you really need to let your your team members, your, your employees have that room. You need to let them, you need to let them yeah. have the room to self-start. If you micromanage, well, then what's the point of having that employee? Because you're already doing it yourself, right? You need right. to ha let your employees have that room to be self-starters. Give them a little guidance, I think. It sounds like you could maybe use a little bit more guidance than that one. <laughs> one position. Um, you don't usually just bring someone in and say, hey, here you go, you know, run with it. But it, it is important to, you know, to let them do that. And also for the employee, it's important to show that initiative because that's how you get to the yeah. next level. That's how you show your managers, your higher ups, um, that you're the self-starter like, like you are. Um, that you yes. can do the job, that you want to take on tasks, that you're hungry for that, that you are willing to take on those challenges and those risks. So it's really important for both sides of that dynamic. And it kind of reminds me mm -hmm. a little bit of um, a, a situation with a friend of mine recently who was talking, we were talking about work and our, our, our roles and our organizations and whatnot. And she was saying like, wow, Michelle, that's, that's great. The things that you're doing in your job I'm not really a leader in my organization. I'm not really there yet, you know, and I looked at her and I said, wait a minute, you've, you just sat here and told me about these great uh, new policies and procedures uh, that you've put into place that you suggested. Uh, they were well received. You implemented them. And now those are the policies and procedures that your company is using. I said, that's a leader. Like what else, what yeah. else, what other definition is there of a leader? And she's, you know, she sat and thought about it for a second and said, Oh, I guess you're right. I guess I am a leader to her since she didn't have employees working directly under her reporting to her in her mind that meant she wasn't a leader. I said, no, you don't have to be a manager of people. You can be a manager of projects. You know, yeah. so, and you've heard me say this time and time again, I know Nicolette, but you don't have to be a manager to be a leader. We can all. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, that you really bring up a great point, uh, Michelle, because a lot of times when you're thinking about initiative, you, you, you could think about it as like, 
taking a big leap of faith on, on something or starting a brand new project no one's ever thought of before. But it can take a lot of initiative on your part too to just make a suggestion, to take on a new task, something small even. Um, and I, I think that, you know, exactly what you're saying, you don't have to start something for a team to have initiative, just like you don't have to be a manager to be a leader, right? Like you can take initiative over yourself as well. Um, and you can take initiative in small little ways over, um, especially at work that, that kind of show, you know, the people in upper management that you do have that initiative. Making a suggestion can, it can take courage, especially if you're, you know, I know uh, sometimes at work I get a little bit afraid even if I have a good, uh, what I think is a good idea. I, I always kind of get that thought in the back of my head, like, what if nobody else likes it? What if they don't want to do it? Is it even worth bringing up? And I think that getting the courage to make that suggestion shows a lot of initiative. Absolutely. And then, you know, like like we said with the elephant, right, <laughs> and the first bite, I think uh, if, if making that suggestion is your first bite, and they say, you know what, that sounds great. Why don't you run with that? Then maybe like the actual getting the project or whatever it is started can be your second bite, right? Then it makes the whole process a little bit easier. I think wherever you need that courage, that's where initiative is going to be found. You know what I mean? Well, and that, Nicolette, is really how our whole women's leadership space started, uh, you know, years back. Yeah. Um, a colleague and I saw that there was a need for development and training specific to women in the workplace and we have this wonderful platform for developing you know webinars and workshops and thought this would be a great vehicle to you know lend to the development of women professionals and so i presented that idea uh to management and they thought it was great they took it on with open arms and said let's give it a try and here we are how many years later and it just started as you know a small thing of seeing a need out there in you know in the work environment and so glad that i took that initiative because we wouldn't be here today doing the great things that we're doing and having all the yeah absolutely <laughs> I'm definitely glad too because um, I have a job because of you and your um, brilliant idea. And I'm sure that all of our listeners and our participants are really glad for it too because I think it does fill a really important space. Um, you know, as as women, we have some unique challenges. I, I truly think that. And I, I think that, um, you know, having the courage to take initiative, especially as a woman in the workplace, can be extra difficult at times, um, you know, because you don't want to, you, yeah, because there's this whole thing, right, that we don't want to sound aggressive, we don't want to sound bossy, right, and sometimes taking initiative means getting aggressive or assertive, right, is a better probably word for it, um, taking charge, right, can, can feel a little bossy, and those are words that are really, I think, applied to us. <laughs> almost exclusively sometimes well it's one that we've talked about a, a lot over the years definitely that um that line between being assertive and being aggressive we want to be assertive uh yeah. and take that initiative and you know put forth our ideas but we don't want to seem aggressive but you have to sort of also wonder is that a thought process that goes through perhaps you know some of our male counterparts you know where they might feel more yeah. at ease um, 
just putting forth their ideas. Wouldn't even think, am I going to come across as too, too aggressive, you know, too, too bold, but, um, you know, so, but, but you talked a little bit about that risk of, you know, putting forth your ideas and people not being receptive to them. And that's going to happen. That's definitely going to happen. You know, yeah. maybe for every five great ideas you put out there, only one is going to be well received. And that doesn't mean it's something personal. Maybe there's just not the resources of people or it's not in the budget. And, but that shouldn't discourage people from taking initiative and proposing those great ideas yeah. and putting their, um, their thoughts out there. And we've talked about this before. I think we talked about during our grit that we are going to fail sometimes, but that's okay. That's where we yeah. learn. Maybe we put to, we have some, we have the initiative to put forth a suggestion for an idea that we're really passionate about and we're, we're turned down, but then maybe we learn, okay, why were we turned down? Do we not give enough detailed information is not in the budget again, so many different reasons, but we definitely have to be as women and we have to be risk takers for sure. Yeah, we need, yep. We definitely have to have that courage. And, and, you know, just like you said, we're going to fail. It's going to happen. Everybody fails. Women, men, everyone. We're, we all fail at times. Our ideas aren't always well received. Um, it's, it's important to keep having that initiative, though, to keep putting forth those ideas because you're going to keep coming up with them, right? You're not going to get shot down and then just never have an idea again, even if you have, you know, a little less courage, if you're a, a, a little uh, discouraged next time. You're still going to come up with those ideas and, and you're, there's still going to be opportunities too. It's not always, you know, the creativity sides of things. Um, opportunities come along for you to step up and take charge of something or um, maybe there's a new coworker at work and uh, somebody needs you to show them around. I mean, those little tasks take high initiative as well. And I don't know, Michelle, what you think about this, but I, I think that initiative is something that you, just like any other skill, the more you practice the better you get at it, oh, the easier it becomes. Absolutely. You have to be careful. Yeah. Being, you have to practice being comfortable getting out of your, well, out of your comfort zone, basically. Yeah. yeah. And do you think there's like, I, cause I, I really don't know. I don't think so. Do you think there's a point where you could be, have too much initiative where they're just too much of a self-starter where you're just taking too much charge? Like, I don't know. I feel like the more initiative you have, I feel like, you know, the easier it is to, to bring that out at work. I, I don't think there's a there's a, a bad side to practicing it a lot. Do well, you? I mean, that kind of makes me think about uh, going back earlier when you were talking about the two definitions of initiative. And the first one was the ability to assess and initiate things independently. Oh, yeah. So I would say, I mean, you never want to, uh, you know, step on someone's enthusiasm. Um but there is a time and place for that's everything. That's true. You, need, you do need to sort of assess, you know, there might be some assessment that's needed. Is this the right time for this? Is this the appropriate time? Is this the right meeting? Or do we schedule another meeting later on, one-on-one -on -one with our, you know, the person to whom we directly report? So, you know, yeah. there's enthusiasm, you know, there's like that crazy enthusiasm, but you, know, yeah. you need to kind of temper that a little bit with, you know, doing your leg work. Is this good timing? Um, what facts do I need to put together first? And then also what is the person to whom I'm presenting this idea? What is their communication style? Do I go in with a PowerPoint? Do I go in with the facts and the figures or do they just want the broad 
picture. So there's a little, some assessing to do, but certainly no one should ever yeah. uh, be afraid to, to take initiative on something. Yeah. And I, that's why I really like that first definition too, because like I said, like I said earlier in it, um, in our discussion, sometimes I don't always assess. And I agree with you. If you are just, if you're just going heave ho on everything and you're not even thinking anything through, that can be a bit of an issue sometimes. But I think having that assess part in the definition, being able to assess and initiate independently, I think that's really, really important. And as long as you're keeping that in mind, like you said, making sure that you're, you're getting your facts straight, that you're presenting um, a good argument, um, that you're communicating effectively. I think as long as you add that all in to that first part of that definition and then have that courage to take that leap, I think, you know, there's as, as long as you got that assess, <laughs> I don't think there's that downside, right? Because that's really your downside is being too enthusiastic and not thinking things through. <laughs> that's fun. Who doesn't get excited about new projects, though? <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that passion. That's what we were talking about last month, right? And the one more thing I wanted to talk about, Michelle, before we wrap up here today, um, is taking initiative over mm. yourself. And we were talking before about, you know, having the initiative to take charge, to take the lead, um, the difference between being a manager and a leader. Um, but I think there is something to be said, too, to, be, to, to take initiative over yourself and your own boundaries, your own well-being. Um, because that does take initiative as well. You can just let people roll all over you. You can just let things happen as they happen and never take any charge. But I think it's really important that you make sure that if, you ha if you're taking initiative for other people, for work at, um, in life on personal projects, that you're also taking the initiative to take care of yourself, right? And we have a great workshop coming up at the end of the month. Um, what is it? How to say no and get yeah, results. How to say no and get win-win. Get win-win results, yes. How to say no and get win-win results. And, you know, that's really, it's going to be about boundaries, right? And I think that saying no sometimes takes a lot of initiative too. You may think of initiative as like always saying yes, always stepping up, always taking the lead. But I think knowing, assessing when to say no and being able to take that initiative for your own well-being, I think that's really important as yeah, well. Yeah, this is a really great program. It's one that... I always like um, listening to for sure. And it's, you know, people think saying, no, I can't say no at work because then I'm saying no to opportunity. So it almost sounds sort of counterintuitive to where we're saying like, take initiative and say yes to things or propose things. Yeah, saying, exactly. Well, I have to say no. But, but you can say no in a very respectful, professional way uh, that actually helps, yes, it helps vendors, but actually helps you in your career. So there's definitely a lot of great takeaways out of this program. And it, it is definitely one of my one of my favorites that we do. And I am excited about it too, because I know that when it comes to, like I said, I, I'm a good self starter. I love to get started on new things. It's one of my favorite things to do is, is to start. <laughs> but I, I know I struggle sometimes with knowing how much I can put yeah, on my absolutely. plate with it's setting those boundaries. Absolutely. It's a challenge, you know? Yeah. And it's like sometimes you have to say no to something so you can say yes or you have that opportunity and that time to, you know, take on new projects, to lead to lead new things. So it's definitely a balance. Absolutely. 
For sure. And, you know, I, I, I hope that we were able to shine a little light on this month's theme. Um, initiative is one of those words, you know, where I think everyone kind of has a singular idea about what it means either to take charge or to start something. Um, I think it's really important to look at all the different angles mm -hmm. when we have these themes, which, which is why I love doing this podcast with you, Michelle, oh. <laughs> um, because it really allows me to dig deep into what we're, you know, what we're portraying to the audience. I, I think that it's really important, not only for me and you, um, who are uh, kind of moderating these projects um, in the workshops, but also for our listeners to, to look at all these different areas. Because you might say like, well, you know, I don't really take charge at work, but I do bring up a lot of suggestions. Maybe I do have high initiative. And having that confidence, having that courage is, you know, it's that first step. It's that first bite. <laughs> first bite the elephant, right? Yes. And like I said before, I always say again and again and again, we can all be leaders. You know, you don't have to have people yes. report to you. We can all be leaders. And that first step is initiative. So there we go. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And that's all the time we have for today. Um, we don't want to go, we don't want to keep you guys too long, um, but make sure to tune in next week. Michelle's going to be interviewing Caitlin Powers, the manager of corporate training for the children's place. That is going to be so I'm exciting. exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for pumped. that one. Yes, absolutely. And now we release two episodes every month and you don't, you guys don't want to miss a single one. You can now watch us on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Very excited to be up doing these video podcasts. It's very, very fun. Um, and you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and at this point, almost anywhere else podcasts can be found. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to us today. Follow along with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. And Michelle, you have a great day. Let's all take some initiative over the weekend. <laughs> you too, Nicolette. Can't wait to talk to everyone again. Thank you for listening. Progressive Women's Leadership is passionate about providing the best tools to help you reach your fullest potential. Visit us today at ProgressiveWomensLeadership.com for access to workshops, articles, e-guides, and much more to help you further develop your skills and advance your career.